Welcome to Goop Tales, episode 62, Screener and Screenalina and the Cave of Swallows. I'm Maria Calanchini, and I'm the author of Goop Tales. So here we are at episode 62, which was inspired by Mama to a Perfect Girl iTunes review. So somebody wrote an iTunes review and their handle is Mama to a Perfect Girl. And she gave the idea for the name Screenalina. I wonder why. Somebody must be watching a lot of screens. Well, that really inspired me, that name. And I made a new set of Goop Twins inspired by the name Screenalina. So now it's the Screener Twins and it's Screenalina and her brother Screener. So thank you to Mama to a Perfect Girl for writing in this iTunes review and giving me the inspiration for this story. And I want to say that the next story, I am going to start reading out one of my favorite reviews during the introduction to every podcast. So if you like Goop Tales, please go to iTunes and leave a review. And maybe your review will get featured on one of the podcast introductions. All right. So what else do I have to tell you about this? Today, we're going to the Swallow Caves of Mexico or Mexico. And beautiful, beautiful place, which you will see really unusual too. Just like this giant cave hole in the ground that you're going to see in the photos that go with this. So speaking of photos, I've talked to Tanya behind the scenes, and she says she now has 75% of the story photos up on gooptales.com. So they're actually on the Goops page. You can go to, for instance, Gablia, gooptales.com forward slash Gablia, and you'll see all the photos that go with her story. So the first 75% of the 62 stories... If you're good at math, you'll know how many that is, but I'm not that quick with math. Have their photos up. So by the podcast after this, I should be announcing that um, they're all up. And then of course, I'll continue to put new ones on Instagram. So let me see if there's any other fun things I wanna tell you before we get started with this story. You can definitely go to gooptails.com to get the free coloring book get on the mailing list. And we now have three volumes, which we are putting into the email lineup. So you would be able to get them one at a time, but all three volumes of the downloadable Goop Tales coloring book. And of course, if you go to shop.gooptales.com, you can get t-shirts, t-shirts with your favorite goops. And I just want to thank those of you who have bought t-shirts. They really help support the podcast and it means a lot to me. Because as you know, I uh, explained in the last podcast, the um, I think it was the last one, the amount of work and effort that goes behind just producing one podcast. So any support that you can give is so, so appreciated. Okay, I think we're ready to get into the story, which is episode 62 of Goop Tales. And it's Screener and Screenalina and the Cave of Swallows. So I will see you on the other side.
The screener twins were so smart. They did everything with a huge heart. They could tell you stories galore. To be with them wasn't a bore, unless they were staring at a screen, in which case you would not be seen. Chapter One. Once upon a time, there were two Goop twins named Screener and Screenalina. They were both very well read and were often praised in school for their natural intelligence. The twins were excellent readers and would literally consume books whenever they visited the library. They would sit on the floor and read book after book. As they were taken on adventures all over the world, when the library closing bell finally rang, the twins would check out a stack of books and then drag themselves out the door. They loved the library and reading once they were there, but getting to the library was a whole other story. Screener and Screenalina were addicted. To screens, phone screens, TV screens, laptop screens, and tablet screens. It was almost impossible to get the two of them off of screens. Every week, their mother made them put down their screens and go to the library to read. And every week, they whined and complained. <laughs> But when the twins got to the library. They fell in love with reading all over again. Their mother just rolled her eyes, wishing she didn't have to go through the same battle week after week. The other Goops very much enjoyed the company of Screener and Screenalina, because not only could they be loads of fun, but they were so smart and they helped all the other Goops with their homework. All that reading had paid off. And Screener and Screenalina could answer just about any question on demand. What is a black hole? Asked Miss Wigglebutt one day. A black hole is an area in space where matter, what everything is made of, has collapsed in on itself. Replied Screener without waiting to be called upon. A black hole has a strong gravitational pull that sucks in everything nearby. Even light, nothing can escape it. But don't worry, a black hole isn't going to suck up Goop World and the rest of our solar system. A lot of galaxies have black holes in them. A black hole is large enough to pull objects near it, but not those far away. Continued Screenalina in a confident tone. Excellent! I knew I could count on you two. Replied Miss Wigglebutt. The other Goops were always in awe of how knowledgeable the twins were, especially Conchita. Conchita was very good friends with Screener and Screenalina. She was known to cheat from time to time, and when she wanted to cheat on a test, she would sit behind the twins and copy their answers. Overall, the twins were quite popular, except when they got sucked into the black hole of a screen. Once that happened, it was quite impossible to reach them, unless you bonked them over the head with a frying pan, and even that didn't work every time. One 
blistering hot summer day, Conchita woke up and decided she needed to find a cool place to hang out as the day grew warmer. She pulled out her Goop World Atlas and located some glorious moss-covered caves that weren't too far north. Then she popped on her sun hat and went over to the Screener Twins, who lived very close by. Conchita didn't always have the best manners, so she didn't bother to knock. Instead, she barged right through the front door and into the living room, where she found Screener and Screenalina in a trance, staring at the television screen. Neither one of them flinched. Come on, you guys, get up. It's getting hot, and I planned an outstanding adventure to some cool, mossy caves, yelped Conchita. The twins didn't even blink. They just stared at the TV as if they were hypnotized. Conchita knew she would have to take drastic action to get their attention, so she picked up a nearby remote, pointed it at the TV, and pressed the power button. As the TV powered off, the twins spun around to glare at Conchita. Why did you do that? whined Screenalina. Come with me! I'm going to show you something even better, said Conchita. Then she motioned for them to follow her out the door, and off they went. But not before Screener was able to slip a tiny tablet into his pocket. The three of them walked along laughing and telling stories as they went from tree to tree looking for shade. They arrived at the cool caves just when they thought they would melt from the burning sun. Quick, in here, motioned Conchita as the twins followed her in. Conchita immediately began to wander around the caves and Screenalina started to follow her. But she saw Screener slip the tablet from his pocket and start to watch it. Like a moth to a flame, Screenalina went right over to Screener, sat near him, and began to watch his screen. The two of them sat there transfixed, watching a silly video on the screen. Conchita turned around and saw them and was immediately annoyed. Then she spotted a large blackbird above them, staring down at them, almost as if it was going to attack. Screener! Screenalina! Look! Look! Look up! That bird is coming for you! She called as the bird spread his huge wings. Neither one of the twins even heard her. They continued staring at the screen. The ominous-looking bird opened his gigantic wings so wide they knocked Conchita off her feet. And then the bird swooped right down to Screener and Screenalina. The bird wrapped his wings around the twins and dove into the tablet screen, holding tight to the twins, and they all disappeared. Chapter 2. Screener and Screenalina didn't know what hit them. They were suddenly wrapped in black and felt scratchy feathers all around them. You okay, Screener? asked Screenalina as she squeezed his hand. I, I think so. Are you? he asked. Screenalina just squeezed harder. 
and didn't make a sound. With a flap of his wings, the twins found themselves dangling high in the air from the talons of the large black bird that had captured them. Screener looked down and gulped. Anxiety overtook him as he stared down below to a blanket of green treetops with an enormous hole in the middle. Screenalina followed his gaze and her eyes grew wider. The view was quite spectacular and mysterious. The treetops created a carpet of green that went on and on, but there in the middle was a black hole that also seemed never ending. Screenalina thought it looked like a tunnel leading deep into the earth. We need to take a picture. Everyone will love it, said Screenalina. Yes, and we can research it too. Maybe we can find out what it is and where we are. Good thing I brought this with me, Screener said as he reached into his pocket and pulled out his tiny tablet. Screenalina smiled. There was nothing she loved more than a screen. Screener held his tablet screen over the landscape below and snapped a few photos. Then popped them into a search engine, and within moments, he had found out that they were flying high above the Cave of Swallows in Mexico. It was an open air pit cave that was 1,214 feet deep. It was the largest known cave shaft in the world. Screenalina let out a low whistle after hearing all of this. The large bird tightened his grip on Screener and Screenalina, and then he began to circle, staying above the cave. Why isn't he moving away from the cave? asked Screener in a bit of a frightened tone. Why are we staying here? You're right, she said as she reached out and took the tablet from Screener. Hey, that's mine, he yelped. I just want to read a little bit more about the caves said Screenalina. The cave floor and walls are inhabited by millipedes, scorpions, insects, snakes, and birds, she read aloud, and then exclaimed, Ew, disgusting! I really wish we would move away from here. Me too, sighed Screener, as he looked up at the large black bird. The bird did not look down at him. It just kept looking straight ahead, and continued to circle over the mouth of the swallow caves. I don't like this. This doesn't feel right, said Screener, as he looked over at Screenalina, who was staring intently at the tablet. Give me that, he said, as he grabbed the tablet from Screenalina. I was the one who brought it. The bird quietly glanced down at his two captives and shook his head. Neither Screener or Screenalina noticed him. They were too busy staring at the tablet screen. I just want to see it. It's boring up here. There's nothing to do, said Screenalina. The bird couldn't believe what he was hearing. He was flying the twins over one of the most beautiful sights in all of Mexico. And all they wanted to do was look at a tiny screen. The bird wasn't happy at all. He quickly swooped up and down in order to jolt his captives awake. What was that? What's, what's he doing? Asked Screener as he looked around. I, I don't know, but can I see the tablet now? 
asked Screenalina in irritation. I already told you, I was the one who brought it. You can look at it, but you can't hold it, replied Screener. Screenalina frowned and stared back at the tiny screen. The bird was growing increasingly annoyed, and he flew back above the cave of swallows and started to circle again. Neither one of the twins noticed at first, and then Screener looked down. We're back above the cave again, he sighed, and then went back to his screen. Screenalina looked down for a moment and sighed. (sighs) Oh well. Then she turned back to the screen and fell into a trance. The bird couldn't stand it anymore. He let out a huge cawing noise that filled the air. Both Screener and Screenalina twisted their heads and stared up at him. The bird stared right back and held their gaze as he centered himself right over the middle of the cave of swallows. And then, with a flick of his talons, he released Screener and Screenalina. The two of them fell down, down, down into the cave. Chapter three, yelled out Screenalina as she grabbed onto Screener's sweater. The wind whooshed past them as the green carpet of trees drew closer. For once, Screener was on high alert. He was scanning the forest below to find a possible way out, but everything was moving so quickly. In an instant, the green had all disappeared and so had the light. The two of them were now descending rapidly into the dark hole. The moment they hit the entry, the temperature dropped and the air changed. It was cool and damp inside the immense cave. They heard birds flapping around high above them, and then they landed with a large, hard thud. The twins landing was padded by a massive piece of parachute fabric that had been in the cave for a very long time. We're lucky we landed on this, said Screener as he held up a piece of the fabric. It was blue and white striped and very dirty. Screenalina looked at his hand and screamed as loud as she ever had. and it reverberated throughout the entire cave. Then she pointed. A large millipede was making its way up Screener's arm. Screener flicked it off as quickly as he could and grabbed Screenalina's hand. We have to stick together, he murmured as he looked around. Screenalina nodded her head in agreement and held back tears. The inside of the cave was vast and dark except for the large tunnel of light shining down from the entry hole above. It was impossible to say which direction to go because there was no visibility. I I don't want to move, said Screener. I want to stay right here. If we do that, we could be stuck here forever. Why, oh, why did that blasted bird drop us here? exclaimed Screenalina. Then she looked at Screener, who was staring down at his tiny screen held in his other hand. Her first inclination was to watch the screen too, 
but then it dawned on her. That was why the bird had dropped them. Stop it! Stop looking at that! It's too distracting, and it can't help us now, she said. Screener looked up guiltily and slid the tablet back into his pocket. We have to figure this out, said Screenalina, as she let go of his hand and walked to the edge of the light, where she heard a slithering sound. She squinted her eyes as they adjusted to the dark and saw a snake slithering away. She heaved a sigh of relief and then turned back towards Screener. A scorpion was crawling up Screener's chest. Before Screener could look down, Screenalina grabbed a stick from the ground, reached out, and flung the scorpion off of Screener. He looked at her in awe. Screener was terrified of scorpions, and he had never seen his sister do something so brave. Thank you. You're welcome. But Screener, that isn't all. I just saw a snake go by over there. Everywhere we turn, there's something. I don't want to go into the darkness, but nothing will happen if we just stand here. We need to do something before it turns dark outside, said Screenalina as she looked up at the sky above, where she could see the light was starting to fade. Okay, okay, let's think, said Screener, as he tried to remember an outdoor survival video he had once watched. Screener thought about all the hours that he and Screenalina just stared mindlessly at the screen and watched others having adventures, but never had one themselves. This was new territory, and although he was terrified, he had never felt so alive, and he was sure Screenalina felt the same. They were out in the world having a real-life adventure. We can do this, he said as he grabbed Screenalina's hand. Then he glanced around the cave, trying to devise a plan. Screenalina reached down and felt around trying to find the parachute. Instead, she felt a snake slither up her arm. Ah! She had never screamed louder. Screenalina flailed and swung her arm wildly as the snake flew off it. The snake flew through the air and landed with a thud at the edge of the light tunnel. Screenalina watched in wide-eyed terror as the snake took a second to regain composure. Then it raised its head and looked around until it fixated on Screenalina. When their eyes met, the snake let out the most hideous hissing that the twins had ever heard. Chapter Four Screener jumped up and turned around. He looked at Screenalina and then at the snake, and he quickly put it all together. Stomp and jump up and down, he told her as he began to jump. Screenalina started to jump too. As the ground beneath them began to vibrate, the snake slowly lowered itself and turned. Screener, how did you know to do that? Asked Screenalina. I actually remember from all those videos. Snakes don't hear you, but they are easily scared by vibrations, said Screener, feeling very proud of himself. I have an idea, Screenalina, but we need to move fast before it gets dark and before that snake comes back. 
We can use that old parachute to get out of here. I can scale the wall and then drop it back for you to climb up. Screenalina just looked at him and cocked her head. She had never seen Screener climb a wall, and especially not a wall this high. But she wanted to believe in him. She didn't have another choice. Um, okay. Are you sure you know how? She asked hesitantly. Well, I've watched lots of videos on rock climbers. I think I can do it. Screenalina picked up the edge of the old parachute and tied it around his waist. Okay, you better get going, she said as she nervously looked around for the snake. Screener gave her a huge hug and started up the wall. There was still enough light to see the crevices in the rocks, and he was able to find spots for his hands and feet as he ascended. Screenalina watched quietly from below. She didn't want to break his concentration. Up and up he went. As Screener reached up to grab a hold of a crack, his tablet slipped out of his pocket and down, down, down it fell until it crashed on the floor of the cave. He looked down after it in dismay as Screenalina willed him to focus from below. Please keep going, Screener, please. We don't need that tablet, she whispered to herself. Screener felt like he wanted to cry. He had never been without his tablet, and for just a moment, he completely lost his focus and slipped. Down the cave wall he slid as Screenalina watched in horror from below. And then the parachute fabric caught on the edge of a rock and Screener stopped falling. Now he was dangling halfway down the cave from the parachute. Are you okay? called out Screenalina. I am, I am, I'm okay, I'm sorry. I lost focus and I lost our tablet, he said. Oh, Screener, I don't care about the tablet, really. I don't. I'm just glad you're okay. Two swallows who were fluttering around the mouth of the cave were watching them from above. They looked at each other and chirped. Then they dove down straight for Screener and picked him up with the parachute trailing behind him. They flew him all the way to the top of the cave and deposited him safely on the ground above. Screenalina clapped below. Screenalina, you down there? Let me just fasten this parachute to a tree and I will drop it down, called out Screener. While waiting, Screenalina heard a slithering sound and looked around. There, across the cave, was the snake. He paused and looked Screenalina in the eyes with a challenge, as if to say he wouldn't be scared off so easily this time. Then he started in her direction. Hurry, Screener, hurry! She cried as she watched him drop the twisted up parachute into the cave. Screener had taken the time to twist it up like a rope. The moment it hit the floor, Screenalina tied it around her waist and began to shimmy up the parachute. The snake hissed and slithered from below. But Screenalina was already too high above it, and she was hurrying towards Screener. Screenalina was breathless when she reached the top. She crawled over the edge of the cave and sat down and panted. 
Then the twins looked at each other. We did it! They sang out together. The swallows were still watching everything, and they began to chirp again and hover over the parachute. Then they took it piece by piece and spread it out on the ground as they motioned towards the old harness. I, I think they want us to get in, said Screenalina. Screener and Screenalina squeezed themselves into the harness as directed by the swallows, and no sooner had they buckled themselves in than an enormous gust of wind came along and swept them off the ground and high above the cave of swallows. They both looked down into the enormous hole beneath them and heaved a sigh of relief as the wind swept them along. It whirled faster and faster and the parachute sped over the world below until it came to a stop and they started to descend. Down, down, down they went until they landed with the parachute all over them. The twins pulled away the parachute and looked around. Look, Screener, we're back at the mossy caves. Oh, what an adventure we had. And it was so much more exciting than watching a screen, said Screenalina as she turned to Screener, who nodded his head in agreement, and they both began to laugh. <laughs> Let's go tell Conchita about our adventure. She will never believe it, said Screener. So the two of them set off to tell Conchita all about their adventure at the Cave of Swallows. But she was nowhere to be found. She was deep in the Rainbow Mountains. But that is a tale for another time. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that story. And taking a trip down to Mexico and the Cave of Swallows. And I'm going to tell you the little fun fact for this story after the story, as in right now, because I didn't want to tell you before and kind of ruin how deep the cave actually is. But the Cave of Swallows, um, go look at the photos for that. I'll make sure some get on Instagram. And it really is amazing when you look at it from above. It's just like this dark tunnel that goes down to the earth. And the reason that I put the parachute in there is because it's actually used, because it's so deep, it's used as a place for base jumpers. They jump into it and fly down to the bottom with a parachute. And I thought that was so interesting because instead of jumping from way above the earth, they're actually jumping into the earth. And this is one of the most popular places apparently to do that. So I thought that was a fun little fact about the Cave of Swallows, along with all those nasty, creepy crawlers that are all over it. So that's it for this episode. And I would love to hear from you. I read all of the feedback that I get on both iTunes and in emails. So if you want to write me at mariatgooptales.com or send in a new goop name idea, I think you've all heard who the next goop coming up is. It's going to be Conchita. And I'll tell you all about who sent me that name next story. But if you have any ideas, please write them in to me. And I would love to see your review on iTunes. And as I mentioned, I'll start reading those one per episode with the next episode. And I think that's it for this time. 
Thank you so much for listening, my loyal Gooptales listeners. I do this for you, and I know you love them, and I love making them for you just as much as you love listening to them. So hearing from you means everything to me. So thanks again. Go out and get off your screens for a little bit if you're on them and have an adventure out in the real world. And I will see you in the next Gooptale and make every day a Goop Day. Goop Day.